the volume. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football basketball season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. And there's tons of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can buy multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and try out the same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football and basketball season. Welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever. Alex Monaco chilling with Live Moods. October 25th, Live. How are we approaching Halloween about to be in November? The NFL season's flying. It is. It's going by really fast. And I feel like it's kind of getting to that time of the year where what you see is what you're going to get, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like towards the beginning of the season, we obviously have a lot of optimism. Like, there's time, they'll figure it out, or, you know, they're they're just getting warmed up. But I think we're starting, we're inching closer and closer to that time of the season where it's like, this is it. Like, this is what you see is what you get with these teams right now. Obviously, I think you could make some arguments for a lot of the teams right now that are out of character. Um, and, and they've only got a few more weeks here, in my opinion, to, like, turn things around. So, yeah, it's flying by, but time flies when you're having fun. So, and the NFL is fun, of course. Speaking of fun, we had a fun pre-NFL season pod where you called Mac Jones mid, and here we are (laughs) in the middle of Monday Night Football, and Belichick makes a coaching change like our boss Colin said was like a a video game type move. Like, oh, bad throw, you're out, subbing them in. So how do you feel about the quarterback situation? Do you think they're going to have to decide Zappi or Jones here? And on on your side of things, which who would you lean? I honestly, despite what, despite what we saw, I do feel like Mac Jones is the right play here. I feel like he's got the experience. I feel like he's a little bit more level-headed. Um, I'm not saying last night was a fluke because I did call him mid, so that means that I do believe that he is not the best. But, um, I mean, my, I, I think you kind of have to hit the refresh button and start from scratch. I mean, I don't think either of these quarterbacks are an option that I trust a ton, but I think Mac Jones is the better choice here. I mean, you got to admit, you know, it was it was looking really good for Zappy for a second there, and he was kind of – I mean, he just came in and was just going crazy. It felt like he was the superhero of the game, and he was turning the whole thing around, and then – that's where kind of the maturity as a player comes into play. And I feel like Mac Jones is a better fit in a spot where it gets pressured and whatnot. So I don't know. It, it was uh, all in all, I just think they've, they've got a rough situation going with the QBs. Uh, I, Mac Jones to me is mid. Um, Zappy, I think, is good, but not great, uh, especially in the league. It, just in this league, it's so the quarterback position is just such a pressured spot. I don't think he's ready for that. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough call. I don't really 
I don't really care about the Patriots a ton, so it's kind of hard. But <laughs> well, I was going to say, think- like, regardless of where they go, what side do you just from a betting perspective for our listeners? Do you lay off the Pats right now? I mean, they're sitting at the bottom of the AFC East. They don't have any time with the Jets coming up, which we'll talk about in a little here. To to dilly dally, they got to get in and get out. And I mean, just real quick on that note, it seemed like last night you had the Jacoby Myers catch, you had the Devonte Parker amazing catch, so two great catches, and you think they're off and running. And then you watched them with Zappy in the second half, and they had no rhythm. They had no style to the offense. And it's two completely different quarterbacks. I know Mac Jones can stretch it, but from what we've seen stylistically with Mac in his rookie year, they run the ball a lot sometimes and go two, two, quarterback, uh, two running back monster there, and Harris was barely involved. So uh, do they want to go five wide receivers with Zappy like he did in college? It just doesn't seem like that fits for a Belichick offense, but... I'm off them. I, I mean, I think this upcoming week, which I'm excited to talk to you about, could be trappy because I imagine the public's going to hop on the Jets. But we'll keep it pushing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I've am i been off betting the Patriots all year. I haven't bet on them one time this season, and I'm just going to continue to not bet them. But, yeah, I would be careful about the overreaction. We see that a lot in betting where it's like we see this really, really bad performance by the Patriots. Let's not forget who their coach is. I think that there's obviously still – a little bit of hope for them to kind of turn this around, especially next week, a little bit of bounce back for them. So try not to overreact because I think it's easy to do that, witnessing what we saw last night to like overreact in the following weeks. But that's how Vegas makes a lot of money. So, Yeah, last night public got crushed as we turn the page to week nine. Let's get into a little too high, too low, just right. Let's start out with the Bears since we're on the topic. They shave a point. So they go from a double digit down to nine and a half right now. They head to Jerry's world. Definitely a tale of two halves for Dallas with Prescott back. Do you think this number is where it should be right there at nine and a half? Feels a little high. I mean, the the Cowboys did not do anything impressive to me offensively at all. Uh, That fumble at the one yard line. I mean, I was on the Lions to cover. So I just that game was so aggravating to me. Um, because the Lions, for a good chunk of that game, were in that game. Uh, you could have got you could have got the Cowboys money line at one point. Jesus, it was just it was yeah it was it was frustrating. But nonetheless, I know that the Cowboys won and they covered, and I was on the wrong side of that bet. But they still were not impressive to me. This offense did not look impressive. Um, Dak did not look impressive. So nine and a half feels like a lot to me because this is a Bears pass defense that has been pretty strong. So. I'm going to say it's a little high, a little high here. Yeah, it's a little high. It's tough when you have a top five defense to assess these numbers sometimes, especially at home when you can just, and I thought that's what last night was too, similar line, similar style of defense that can just completely shut down what your quarterback does well. I'm kind of with you. It's a little high. I mean, we've seen the books now. This is the third time we've seen the Bears hover around eight and a half, nine and a half. They covered that eight and a half against the Vikings a few weeks ago. Same thing last night. I mean, we'll see where the public money comes in, but might not be a bad call. Take the Bears here. I, I can real quick. Can Justin Fields throw the football or not? Because last night he looked like he's got the capabilities. I think he can. Yeah, I really love Justin Fields. I was like, I did not bet a side in the game last night, but I was really, really rooting for Fields and the Bears because I think he's 
He's very talented. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders, a great attitude. And I was just, I'm rooting for him to have some success in the league. So yeah, I love Justin Fields. I love the way he plays. And I think he just, the Bears just need a little bit of momentum. And I think last night's win was that. So hopefully it'll build their confidence. But yeah, I think I I love Justin Fields and his ability um, to throw and run. I think he's great. Let's talk about this first time Aaron Rodgers ever double digit dog. And I was on the commanders finally got some money back on the Packers fading them. They've dropped three straight and should be four. They barely got past the Patriots. They have not played a good solid month of football. If here they are getting 10 and a half at Buffalo, we've seen Buffalo get these numbers before a la week two. when we try to get cute and take the Titans and they rolled them 41-7. So how do you feel about this number and this Packers team headed to Bills Mafia? I mean, when you look at 10 and a half, um, and then you also pair that with the name Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't feel good at all. <laughs> um, but I have faded the Bills before when they had a good little chunk of points in their favor and it absolutely ended awfully for me and the bills are playing at home and this is a bills defense that is just incredible um are the bills coming off of a bye week bills are coming off the the win and a bye three three point comeback win or four points excuse me against the chiefs and honestly buys aren't necessarily always a great thing because i feel like it kind of cuts the momentum but to me This is a fundamentally sound football team in the Bills. They just have all the pieces. So to me, rest will work in their favor. They've got a great defense, a great offense. They're playing at home. They're rested. Um, And the Packers just are not looking good right now, not looking strong. So I don't want to fade the Bills ever again, to be honest with you. And so I'm going to say, based off of what we've seen from the Packers and what we know about the Bills, I'm going to say this number is just right. I'm going to say a little high. I mean, it just, it has to be a little high. I know it's, it's in theory, it isn't, but Aaron Rodgers, 10 and a half on the road. What, I know, what I, said it. I said it sounds awful when you put the two together. It really does. It's awful. We are, I am, I am, sw- I'm in the middle of the ocean live back in the Bucks and the Packers to this point. I am, I am like Wilson. I got no castaway. Boat to find. I am just treading water. Rain. This turns around. It's ugly. All right, let's talk Steeler Battle of, Battle of Pennsylvania. I went there for the first time this past Friday to watch my Padres get routed in a sea of red. Uh, incredible fan base. All three stadiums in one panoramic picture. Amazing if you ever get a chance to go down there. But Steelers headed off a cover in a short week in Miami. Get another tough task. Ten and a half at Philly off a bye. Six and oh, they are. How do you feel about this number? Double digits for Kenny Pickett. This is so tough. This one is really tough because based on the way the Steelers were kind of starting right around week two through four, two through five, I would say absolutely Eagles minus ten and a half here at home. This team, again, another fundamentally sound football team where they've just got all the right pieces to the puzzle. Um, I, I, ten and a half feels like a lot. I don't know. I, I get it. Kind of the same thing with Aaron. And I get the QB situation is a whole lot different here. But to me, this is this is a spread that could be covered by defense, um, mm-hmm. which 
to me is very important. Um, that's something that I can't say for the Packers, uh, getting 10 and a half points. I'm not super confident in their defense, whereas the Steelers defense, I could back a little bit more. So I'm going to say a little high, but not by much because we know this Eagles team is so solid on all fronts. But this is a Mike Tomlin Steelers team that just seems to figure it out when they need to. Um, again, weird couple months in or games in there uh, towards the beginning of the season. But I don't know. Ten and a half, that's a lot of points. So I kind of I kind of feel like it's a little high. It's a lot of points for, again, like you alluded to, a Tomlin defensive-minded team that always shows up with dog, always well-traveled. This should be an interesting crowd. And we know the Steelers travel very well. You know, for what it's worth, we got Pickett, hometown, you know, or college kid, I should say, in, in the state. Big game for him in state. I think he shows out. And just looking at what these numbers have been for Pittsburgh at the books the last couple of weeks. I mean, they got that huge number against the Bucks. They covered and won outright. And they were in that game outside of that slow first quarter start Sunday night, the whole game. So I'm with you. I think it's a little high. I think there could be some value on Pittsburgh. We'll see where, where the tickets line up as we, we keep it pushing. We'll, we'll circle back on it on Thursday. But let's get in to a little would you rather – which side are you feeling? We'll rapid fire through these. Got a couple. Starting out with Thursday Night Football. Ravens, minus one and a half, headed to the pirate ship, Tommy Tampa. In his worst career start, by the way, at three yeah. and four. He's never started three and four. Are we? Do we feel bad for Tom Brady? It, yes. If you could go Giselle right now. And, Bail on the ship, come with me on the Wilson raft and get to shore back to Giselle. If you're Brady, do you do it? I think it's too late. I think it's too damn wow. late, Monaco. I mean, listen, I'm, you know, imagine her position of, yeah, I'm finally getting my husband back and the father of my children and all this time we're going to spend together. And then he's like, psych, I like football more. It's like, yikes. I mean, how do you how do you come back from that? It seems like they are pretty much done is what I'm is the vibe I'm getting. I mean, I think she spent like multiple weeks in Spain where she's from um, away from wow. Brady. Yeah. Well, so, how, so how, do you think it started and you called this credit to your female intuition? I was leaning right. on you for it. You called it. You said he didn't look right. He didn't look right. How, how do we how do we take this one and a half here? Ravens coming in. I feel like we got to go Baltimore. I'm leaning on you in this one. I would go Bucks, honestly. I you would go, go Bucks. <laughs> I knew you. You, you set me up all that to just bait and switch me. Listen, what? I, I mean, this Is Ravens this? team barely covered against the Browns. I know that the Bucks look out of sorts, but let's not forget. This still is Tom Brady, and I know he doesn't look his best, but the Bucks, they do have the weapons to be competitive offensively. They also have the weapons to be competitive defensively, and this is still Tom Brady. The Ravens, to me, I think a couple of times in there we were like, okay, they blew a 21-point lead to Miami. They blew another lead to the Bills. Like They just need to shake off the rust. But they're still cutting it close. Their ability to like perform or stay the same in the second half is awful. And that's all <laughs> that this Bucks team needs. But they the could Ravens. move. I mean, so you think that that win was completely Carolina's defense? Because I have a hard time backing 
a Bucs team that doesn't look good on either side of the football right now, even though the Ravens have had their fourth consecutive outcome of four points or less. So, yeah, to your point, they're not blowing anybody out. This game is clearly under a field goal for a reason. But I just I don't I don't know how to put last game in a jar. I know. I and I to me, this is just the like end all be all turnaround spot for the Bucks. And it's at yeah. home. And to me, it's now or never with this Bucks team. Like if you guys cannot get a win in this spot, go ahead and just re-retire, Brady. Just go ahead and re-retire. But I I yeah, I don't know. This is a spot where I would I would I would feel okay backing the Bucks in this spot. This is all Vegas's fault because they put Bradley Cooper as Giselle's favorite to be your boyfriend. You can't go out and perform to the best of your ability when your well, ex-wife it doesn't help His favorite is to Brown. learn with Bradley Cooper. That's not fair. It doesn't help Antonio Brown's making merch and and saying on Twitter that all the, merch of him and Giselle hugging after a game, and then he's and then he puts it on Twitter and says all proceeds are going to America's newest single dad. No, and, Antonio Brown is off his effing rocker right now so not only is he going through a very public divorce from a what? very attractive supermodel but he's also having to deal with his former teammate like making a mockery of him i mean you saw antonio brown tweeted and said tampon bay and tom booty that's what he said after they lost I mean, so so that if there's anybody in this world more down bad than tom brady i'd love to meet him because down bat so i'm backing him i'm backing him when he's at his lowest point wow all right now you got me thinking now you got me thinking you i I, i've been leaning baltimore here uh you if the public's on baltimore i might have to ride with the single dad all right let's do it (laughs) all right niners rams this one's interesting again we know the niners have the rams number what is it eight straight now that shanahan's got mcveigh this is really a must win for both. I don't see how it isn't in the positioning in the NFC West. Would you rather back the Niners at minus one and a half or the Rams at home at plus one and a half? This feels like a trappy game. I mean, my goodness. I, I would feel I feel more comfortable backing the 49ers just from the perspective of the consistency that they have shown and who they are both offensively and defensively. Let's let's also not forget about the new little uh the new little weapon that they've got on offense that obviously isn't going to have this insane performance in game 1. I think it's going to take some time for him and the 49ers to adjust to him being a part of that offense now. So let's not forget we still have McCaffrey in there that could be a sneaky like offensive dynamite uh that that we start seeing a little bit more of as the weeks progress. So I feel more comfortable back in the 49ers, but this feels a little trappy to me. Not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how they how else they could have capped this at a number just because both teams are, are struggling. It's really hard. Like you said it to not lean Niners here off two L's it's too well coach of a club. And the Rams actually caught a, caught a lucky one. I got the Panthers on the schedule before a week off. So I mean, this offensive line for the Rams is in shambles. They lost another lad for the year. I, how, how do you bat? Stafford is not Stafford from last year. We're seven weeks through. We haven't seen one game where we go, oh, wow, the Rams look like themselves. 
and they lost the 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 mental battle of not getting McCaffrey. It, literally, that is who they needed. The Niners didn't really need McCaffrey. I got to go Niners here. I agree. All right, another one and a half line. Loving these Patriots at the Jets. Patriots minus one and a half. The Jets <laughs> continue to impress and win ugly games. Before you before you fire. The Patriots are, and this is Tom Brady heavy, but they're 20 wins and two losses against the Jets in the last 22 games. Which side do you want? Yeah, 22. I, mean, I don't even count. I don't even count that stat because no, you can't. Because I mean, and that's what's so hard is normally, yeah, I'd be like, oh hell yeah, they they dominate them every year. This this is another trap game to me, in my opinion, because we're seeing the Jets dominating. They're getting that home field advantage. Um, we're watching the Patriots come off of an ugly L. Um, we're seeing a lot of QB controversy with the Patriots. We know that the Patriots dominate the Jets, but that's with Tom Brady. There are a lot of different factors here that I think are going to make people a little confused on this one. I feel like you got to back the Jets based off of what we saw last night from both quarterbacks. It's not just one that's the problem. We saw both of them have a really, really hard night. So how do you not back the team that looks great on both sides of the ball and is is finding ways to come out on top in the last few weeks? I, I, I'm i going to go Jets as the home team here, but this one is screaming trap to me. If the public comes in on the Jets big, and I know I the know. public's come in on, on the Jets big three now weeks in a row, I believe. Same thing with the Giants. It's driving me nuts. I'm... The irony of me fading teams in my market and losing hand over fist is sick karma. I digress. I got to lean Patriots here. I, I'm sorry. I feel right now a buttoned up week of practice off a national television embarrassment. An embarrassment. It was embarrassing. I will say historically Belichick off a loss is, I think, worth factoring in here. Totally. Let's let's not forget he he. He has these bulletin board teams, the Browns who hosed him, the Jets have hosed him in the past. These are previous coaching stuff to the Patriots. There's something in the air when he plays those certain teams. And to me, Brees Hall for that for the year is a huge loss, not just for my fantasy team, but this is a huge loss for the Jets. <laughs> this is a huge loss for the Jets. I just this week, putting the pressure on Zach Wilson to beat you, I'm a lean Patriots. Staying in New York, though. The Giants, uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm fired up to end with this one. All right, dogs, again, on the road. Where are you leaning? Because you've been back in the Hawks. You've been on the Hawks and cashing. Now Gino and the boys are laying three at home. Giants finding a way to win again. Which side would you rather be on? This is so hard for me because I have... And over seven and a half wins, Giants ticket for plus money odds. It's cash and live. Put it. It is. Put the W in the corner. It's cash and it'll cash before it. Christmas. I'm feeling super good about it, but I've also made money off of the Seahawks two weekends in a row. I beat. I, I, I bet them as an underdog to win outright against the Cardinals, and then I bet them to cover a spread that was clearly way too big against the Chargers. This Seahawks team is fun. They're exciting. They're electric. They're powerful. I, And you know I love Geno Smith. I'm a Geno Smith stan, okay? 
I <laughs> I feel this is a this this to me is one of the toughest games I think to try to figure out which side because I could make a case for both of these teams right now. Obviously, yeah. the Giants are hot. They continue to be underestimated. Maybe that's Vegas's way of going. Come on over. We've got another dog and take the Giants. I mean, are the can the Giants do it again? I'm. I've, I have not been on the right side of the Giants. All the Giants, the Panthers. We're waiting for them to slip up, and then they don't. <laughs> they keep showing up. It's driving me. Teams are beating themselves though. That's what's sick. I'm watching the games. Lamar fumbling the ball up. Doug Peterson up four, not kicking a field goal to go up seven. These teams are are chess piecing, playing. Congratulations, playing themselves. So. Yeah. The Seahawks are well coached. They don't play themselves. How are the Giants going to do in the loudest stadium in the NFL with a very serviceable Seattle offense and at times defense? I'm leaning Seahawks. You may never hear me say this again in the history of betting. I'm staying away from this game. I am not you betting. You are not. Oh, I'm not betting God's on this game. Sake, don't even start. You are not. I'm going to see an, a notification on Action Network that you have tracked a bet for this game. Yes, I will. There is no way in hell that you are staying away. I'm from not this touching game. it. I can't do it. I cannot. I have to be more selective. Please. There's landmines everywhere. My two favorite teams in the NFC are under 500, Lib. My fortress is in shambles over here. I need Shameful. everybody. I need everybody to comment um, or interact with this video and set a line or a. Va I'm sorry. Yeah, set some odds for whether or not Alex Monaco is staying away from this game. Yes is Where are you plus six hundred, and <laughs> no is minus two fifty. Okay, you're not staying away from this damn game, Monaco. Come on. I'm no. not. I'm taking the Seahawks. <laughs> I knew it, damn it. I knew you weren't Santa away. You can't help yourself. Fly, fly, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you can't help fly, yourself. Fly, fly. I knew it. I'm oh, taking the Hawks. Have to. Have to. I'll lean that way with you because they've been making me money the past two weekends. So why why get off the why get off the ship if you don't have to? I'm gonna ride, I'm gonna ride the wave. There it is. That's another episode of the best gambling show ever. Before we disperse, though, I got to jam on a quick FanDuel ad read for us here. Football season is heating up, and now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your bet doesn't win. So sign up with promo code MONACO and favorite bets for the upcoming NFL games. You heard Liv and I talk about them. Could be some value maybe on the Steelers. We're leaning Niners at the moment. Does Tom Brady bounce back? Of course, you can go player props for the weekend as well. FanDuel, same game parlay. They have the live same game parlays as well. There's so many reasons to like FanDuel. Tons of betting options for each game. You can combine your bets for a chance to win at a bigger payout with the same game parlays with live betting. You'll get unbelievable updated odds to fire in-game. We know the app's safe, secure, super easy to use, and you get paid in your winnings very fast. So sign up today with promo code MONACO for your no-sweat-first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. All right. For Liv, I'm Alex. We will be back on Thursday for our Week 8 picks on the best gambling show ever. See you then. The volume.